the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is sponsored by Mission America and may contain views and opinions that do not reflect the views of the advertisers, staff, and owners of this station. Some material may not be suitable for children. Listener discretion is advised. Yeah, and to think I used to be a liberal, too. Roughly 300 people that were there to celebrate the end of Roe versus Wade. Obviously, very peaceful celebration. Well, the bottom line comes from the Bible. We are to have no fellowship with darkness. I didn't agree with teachers or anybody, for that matter, teaching my children that they didn't have the same opportunities as other children, simply based on the color of their skin. The folks today that you're talking about, they're just much more militant, and they're targeting even younger children. When we are counting ourselves as believers, that we need to count the cost of being a follower of Jesus. Yeah, and to think I used to be a liberal, too. This is Mission America with Linda Harvey. Because with God, all things, all things, all things are still, still possible. Good afternoon, friends, and welcome to Mission America Radio. I'm Linda Harvey, and I'm so very glad you've joined us this afternoon. Please visit our website at missionamerica.com. That's missionamerica.com for more information about our organization and to read news, articles, and Christian commentary on the culture. And don't forget to listen to our four-minute commentaries right here on the Word Columbus on Tuesdays and Thursdays just after 4 p.m. And also be sure to check out all our resources for for parents who want to be watchful about the culture's influence on your kids. And you can learn more right on our website at missionamerica.com. More and more Americans are fed up with so-called pride this year. And there, I don't think, has ever been such an outpouring of frank disapproval as we've seen this year. It's a very positive trend. And here to talk with me about this is my longtime pro-family colleague, Peter LaBarbera. Peter is president of Americans for Truth and a writer and editor for WorldNet Daily. Welcome back to Mission America Radio, Peter. Oh, thank you, Linda. Thanks for the opportunity. Peter, I don't know about you, but I'm very encouraged by what I'm seeing, and it's that more and more people are willing to speak out and stand up, even start boycotts to oppose the homosexual and gender distortion expressions of pride. So tell me some of your thoughts about this. You know, you and I have been in this fight for a long time. Are you as encouraged as I am? Uh, Yeah, I am. And it's kind of surreal because you see people now a lot of attention on things we've been trying to expose literally for decades for like three decades <laughs> so you see all of a sudden people recognize that pride parades are basically a cornucopia of deviance including around many Im- impressionable children which we both tried to expose you're seeing the the san francisco sisters of perpetual indulgence get widespread attention which we were exposing again a long time ago the schools all of these things which we, which we were trying to alert america to and really Really, you know, the conservatives sort of just really passed by it for the most part. 
in uh, and just said we're only going to fight for marriage and then they ended up giving up on that um now we're seeing all this attention coming it's gratifying i just hope it's not too late yeah you bring up a really good point and you and i have discussed this with others as well over the years the fact that so many major conservative christian organizations and ministries focused on marriage the issue of marriage they would not focus on the behavior of homosexuality and gender deviance which is what it is and fight that because that's th that's the issue when you talk about children children aren't thinking about marriage yet but they are thinking about who i am and what do i feel so what have we given up to get to this point we, where we could have gained a lot of ground well, Linda, you were there, and, and I've been praising you for years and years and years because you, you were really a leader in this area, and you're absolutely right. They passed it up for what was basically the least common denominator, right? They said, we can save marriage, and they took it as a safe goal, not knowing that when they made that the main goal, the homosexual activists would also make that their main goal, and then Obama got in, of course, uh, who at the time became the most radically pro-homosexual president in history. Now it's Biden, of course, but by, but Obama took down marriage, and and you ask what we gave up. What we gave up was the kids. We're now seeing a 2021 poll by Gallup, which I'm not sure I fully trust this poll, but it's basically saying more than one in five Gen Zers, which is about the range of 18 to 24, identify as LGBTQ. And of course, maybe a lot of it's faddish and, you know, the kids want to be cool, or, but it doesn't matter. Those numbers are astonishing. And that same poll found that 7% of Americans identified as LGBTQ, which is huge because it used to be really 1% to 2%. The homosexual activists tried to lie. You know, whoever thought that they would lie. Actually, yeah. their whole agenda is built on lies. And they said it was 10% because they were trying to exaggerate their power. But now the Gallup is saying that the actual number is 7%. So, you know, by taking the defensive goal and not being bold and just telling the truth and what's more important than protecting children, the conservatives gave so much ground away and now we're they're they're seeing how many kids have been you know basically the the word now is groomed into the movement by this proselytization this indoctrinization in schools and it's it's I think people are, are just shocked and fed up and they they want to do something about it well and you have Peter you know you say talk about you know I've been talking about this you were talking about this back in the 1990s you were one of the first people to put out a newsletter that covered what was going on in Massachusetts in California with the homosexual clubs and all of that so I learned a lot from you um I recently wrote uh, an article revealing that the Gay, Lesbian, and Straight Education Network, GLSEN, has become partners with Target, Kohl's, the Girl Scouts, and I'm sure others out there. And people are outraged about this. Girl Scouts can now earn an LGBTQ patch or badge, I think it's a patch with the Girl Scouts, by going to a pride parade, making a rainbow flag, and consulting the GLSEN website the whole way. So what are your thoughts about what will happen? happen in the future as people begin to process this? Do you think more and more people will begin to push back on what's happening to our kids? Yeah, I, I think so. And I got to say, I just read your column very carefully, taking detailed notes. And this is one of your best ever, Linda. And I recommend that everybody read this column about Target, Coles, and Girl Scouts. And I learned something from the column, which is you were talking about 
Uh, this is on your website, missionamerica.com. I, you, you had said that, you know, I remember when you read all the gay books and <laughs> it was a big joke among all the conservatives, you know, fighting this issue was that, you know, Linda Harvey spent her summer reading the gay books, you know, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> somebody had to do it. You were the sacrificial lamb. Right. <laughs> but then you, you have in this piece here, and, and I remember Rainbow Boys, which you don't mention by name, but that was one of them where the, didn't a teenage boy have, uh, quote unquote, sex, which is actually sodomy with a, with an adult male in that book with an adult male that he picked up on the internet and this was of course he was 17 so i think that's why they think they could get away with it that book was written in the late 1990s or early 2000s and glisten and all these groups proudly promoted that book so yeah well what i want to add to your piece is you mentioned how now they're just having the book organizations like scholastic i guess are are giving and and these pro-homosexual book publishing and, and a lot of them owned by lgbt are, are just set, uh, setting them up in stores like Target and then those books get bought and then end up being donated to schools and I wanted to inform you of maybe something you didn't know Linda which is I was in a, a Walmart in Strongville Ohio and I couldn't believe it I was walking along the aisle and there was this Scholastic Press book display which this is Walmart not Target which had a book called Nick and Charlie by a woman named Alice Ozeman and it was it was basically Basically, a homosexual relationship. It was right there, and sort of a book for adolescents. Yes, right well, there in Walmart. Well, Walmart's been on this train for a long time. We could spend our whole program and about eight more programs listing all the many corporations that are in, in supporting the homosexual agenda. Let me just mention a couple that supported the recent Columbus Gay Pride Parade: Kroger, Nationwide, um, J.P. Morgan Chase. And it goes on from there. You know, they just continue to be promoters. And, you know, what what's wrong with these people? What's wrong? What's well, wrong that they know, don't understand? Yes. I think going back to your last question, what happened is they took over the institutions. And whenever you give evil, uh, you know, you basically seed territory. And a lot of people are, are now catching on to basically the rainbow flag and its various derivatives. I think there's over 40 so-called pride flags. And uh, including a new one for, I think, polyamory, which is like, uh, you know, multiple partner. They, they, it's like seeding territory. The pride flag is sort of like conquered territory. Wherever you see it, I, I live near a, a Nestle a research facility, and every June they replace their Nestle flag. They have Nestle. It's a Swiss company, so they have a Swiss flag, an American flag, and their company flag. Every year they replace the company flag with the pride flag. Mm-hmm. And so they're basically saying homosexuality and gender distortion, I like the word you're using there, gender rebellion, I say sometimes, uh, is more important. Celebrating that is more important than even our company identity. Um, what a me- you know? What kind of message is that for a corporation? But it's like it's like a religion, and this has become the new cult religion of America. And I think a lot of Americans, even those who aren't religious, are sort of like saying, wait a minute, wait a minute. When did how did this happen? And it's sort of like catching on like 20 years too late. We could have done a lot more easier if people had had this reaction 20 years ago. But maybe the, 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 the conservative movement was too busy, like saying, oh, it's all about marriage and that's all it's about. And then ironically, when you lose that one because of Obama and company, you know, basically undermining these state laws and then conservatives not rallying to defend it. 
Um, and Trump is in that because Trump gave up on, on mar- gay marriage, remember, right, yes. right before right. he took the presidency. Yes, he did. Um, them losing that, that's basically enabled all this other stuff because once you take sexual deviance and attach it to the sublime institution that God created, marriage between a man and a woman, of course society is going to break down because you're basically mocking the entire beautiful, wondrous, created order that God established. And you're saying, here's an abomination. It's the same word, marriage. It is. Well, and okay, you talked about ceding territory. What about the proud multi-LGBTQ flag at the White House, right there yes. with what, right there with the American flag, and then what, of course, happens is there is defilement right there as nudity becomes part yes. of the and and they and and then didn't they know you that was going to happen? Call it fake, fake women nudity. I mean, right. you it's, can't make this stuff up. Well, of course, they knew this was very likely to happen. The White House people, they could not have been stood there and been surprised. If they were, then we've got way more trouble than I than I even imagine. Well, but but yeah, so it's 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 horrible. So Peter, I well, can I answer one thing on that? Yeah, Linda? sure. I I just struggle to find the words to describe Joe Biden and his craven, pandering, soulless uh, behavior on this issue. If you read his biography, or I don't know if it's his autobiography, he doesn't even mention the word gay. Back, he once supported the Defense of Marriage Act. He he w- claims to be a Catholic now. Maybe he was more serious in the past. He actually was more pro-life. He he didn't support government uh, the, the funding abortion, but now, of course, he's a radical pro-abortion activist. He's a radical pro-homosexuality, pro-he supports gender transitions for for youth, for minors. This man is a complete soulless, and I think he's also perverted. Mm-hmm. He has sold out his country, but yeah. he's also sold his soul to the devil on this issue. Really? It's just shocking. It It is heartbreaking and shocking because this is the leader of the free world, supposedly. And if we don't get our act together on the Republican side, then— who knows what's going to happen in the next election. And and we can also pray for to have an honest election, which is another whole huge issue that we seem to be facing all the time. So I'm glad you said that, Peter, because it is soulless. That really absolutely describes what's going on. And um, so what I wanted to ask you about next was the the pushback that's coming um there and is here and praise god for the people that are standing up does this reflect and i think it does you know i i think it does the uh lessening power of the mainstream media and the gaining power of alternative media including all the conservative media and social media and twitter and all of that so that we don't have to depend on those folks anymore. So what do you think about the mainstream media and it being going by the wayside and alternatives like WND.com or like our smaller sites gaining a lot of a lot more influence? Yeah, I think it's wonderful, and you're absolutely right. That nobody cares about what the media the media lectures anymore. And I'll give you, I think Trump's greatest accomplishment, and I mean his greatest accomplishment, was fake news. He, he made it cool 
to make fun of the media bias and the media bias it got to the point where the media is now less trusted i think than congress even i mean it's yes. <laughs> and the worst than politicians <laughs> and so that you know let's not forget if you go back in gay history which unfortunately i'm kind of an expert on the media basically got kowtowed or they just willingly went along with the gay revolution And we've been talking with Peter LaBarbera, who is president of Americans for Truth and also a writer and editor with WND.com, World Net Daily. We are talking about the media and how the media has been complicit in promoting the LGBTQ agenda and what we, as the conservative media can do instead. On Mission America Radio, this is Linda Harvey. We will continue interviewing Peter and all of his years of experience in covering this movement. We will be right back following these messages. Stay with us. Today's program is pre-recorded. To learn more, log on to missionamerica.com. Now, here's Linda. And we've been talking with Peter LaBarbera, president of Americans for Truth. And Peter has years of experience in covering the homosexuality movement. So let's continue this conversation with Peter LaBarbera. It was a gay revolution. I can't stand it when even some conservatives say that the trans, you know, this trans stuff we're seeing is just like it popped out of nowhere. Come on, there would be no big trans if there wasn't for big gay. And the media became part of that revolution. Now they're trying to be part of the trans revolution, but they're, but nobody cares anymore. They don't want the, they don't care what the media says about transgender. They have plenty of outlets now. They have digital media, which is really another revolution, which just lets, it's so easy now to expose everything that it just has lessen the power of the media and it's a glorious thing the question again is can we win it back can we gain back territory because we can't even give up on gay marriage we didn't give up on roe v wade why abortion why would we give up on gay marriage we have to take that territory back right well and the way to do that though is is what i think we were both heading toward in our comments a few minutes ago is that you don't gain back marriage by just talking about marriage you have to go back to the the attractions and the behavior involved call sodomy what it is call it the abomination that it is in scripture and go back to the deviance involved and that that is never the basis of marriage which god created and then that brings up the male female issue which brings into the transgender issue so the whole thing works together but you got to start at the at the ground level and we, yes. you're right we cannot give up on marriage before i move and, on and linda really no. quick you know monkeypox. we just saw that yeah. now they call it mpox 95 percenters and upwards of those cases are gay and bisexual men this is not a cosmic coincidence this is a result of their reckless and unnatural behavior right so yeah so i wanted to get your comments on when we talk about the media on the what you recently revealed about fox news which is you know they're just uh, digging themselves into a worse and worse holes all the time so what did you find out about fox news well the fox is just imploding right before our eyes i didn't realize it was this bad until i started looking into it basically is 2021 linda when fox began to openly celebrate gay pride month on air and i'm including ainsley Earhart, who does bible studies for fox nation on air mm-hmm. you know live streamed you know they have these they have these puff pieces which are basically celebrating so-called pride month 
they, they, they're all, they even support so-called, you know, like a gay version of Christianity, which of course is an abomination because there's nothing in the Bible that affirms anything but uh, marital love between a man and a woman. They, they have these interviews where they take openly gay uh, people at Fox, like reporter Brian Yennis. I didn't know he's a big openly gay advocate now at Fox. They send them out to do a puff piece, and they call it Pride Month, and they have a, they, they have them all listed on their Pride Month page. You can go up there right now on Fox, and they have Michael Tamano, who is, turns out Tamaro, who turns out to be a, a senior ad executive. They have him do a story on a gay a pastor, so called, who mm-hmm. celebrates you know you know this this version of of, homosex, of of Christianity in which God loves everybody, and it doesn't. Of course, God loves people, but He doesn't love sin. That's the point. Mm-hmm. That's right. The Los Angeles died. This was greatly encouraging to me to see the number of people that went out to protest their Pride Night when they honored the so-called Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence. There were, and it was all peaceful too, that was really, really positive to see, but they there were like over a thousand people there, I understand. You have been following the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence over the years, and you and I, in fact, saw some of these folks as we protested a horrible event, the Folsom Street Fair, um, out in in uh, San Francisco many years ago. But anyway, tell us about the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence. Yeah, this is another wicked homosexual group, uh, homosexual men who dress up as quote-unquote nuns, and they try to take say that they seriously are nuns. They're dressing in drag. They've got those weird faces all painted up. And they, they in San Francisco, they call themselves a charity, um, which is weird, uh, but not, I guess not for San Francisco. But they mock Catholicism. They mock nuns, of course, and they mock Christianity. And every year on Easter Sunday, believe it or not, Linda, they hold something called, they sponsor it, called the Hunky Jesus Contest, in which men make a, a, a joke out of the crucifixion, and they pick the winner. And last year, or one of the recent ones, they just a video circulated of these homosexual men dressed up like Jesus, and one's like on a, on a stripper pole. Mm. It, it's just disgusting, and it's blasphemy. It's uber blasphemy. It's of the highest order, but the great news is people are finally seeing it. So they're mocking the resurrection with a mm. name that alludes to, right. uh, to, to sodomy, of course, because that's what they really mm. worship. And the Catholic groups have caught on. They're protesting. And we have been alerting people to this for for decades. Yeah. And finally, it's, cu- it's catching on. And people are seeing the filth and, for what it is. I think so. Tell us what else you are reporting on these days. You're always on top of some major news at, in your wearing your WND hat. Uh, but also okay, your well, American I'm going to give you a little exclusive, Linda, if we have time. Just really quick. I'm working on a story on Harvey Milk, on how they're teaching Harvey Milk. He was the world's famous, most famous gay activist. They celebrated him. Well, it turns out, as a boy, he was molested by adult men in the theater. He was uh, he was uh, uh, basically raped. Uh, as a 14-year-old boy, his mother was foolish enough to send him to the theater in New York alone on a train. He said he was sexually active by the time he was 14, and he was having, uh, he was committing sodomitic acts with adult men mm-hmm. in the park in New York. The, the, his, the way that the, they try to paper over that is they, they don't really say what happened and they write these youth books in which they say oh harvey learned that he was like these other men oh how did he actually quote unquote learn he was molested of course later on he went on to become a pederast 
as you said in your article, he's an adult male who likes adolescent boys. He, and as a 33-year-old man, he had a sexual relationship with a 16- or 17-year-old runaway boy from Maryland who became a, a street hustler. Harvey beds him down. They have an apartment. They name their dogs after the male prostitution business, their, their dog and their cat, trick and trade. And I'm going to tell the story of Harvey Mill because it fascinates me. This man epitomizes all the evils, everything about the gay activist movement that we've come to to abhor is it's sort of caught up in this man's sorry life he went on to to basically become a predator uh, against men not young boys but teenage boys um because he was the victim of, a, of predators when he right. was a boy and well, we've seen that time and time again in, in the lives of gay men well yes and he's the epitome of everything that we fear about our children being exposed to these folks i think we're going to have to wrap it up there because we're running out of time tell people peter LaBarbera, where they can find you Right. You can find my articles at WND at WND, that's worldnetdaily.com. And my website for Americans for Truth is Americans for Truth, all written out, F-O-R, americansfortruth.org. Thank you so much for staying in the fight for so long and all the impact that you have made in bringing the truth to America. And God bless you, Peter. I ask my listeners to pray for you. And and thank you, Linda, for all you've done so faithful so many years. Well, thank you so much. And friends, just stay on top of this, stay informed, and speak out. And do it in a polite and civil way, but do stand up in your company, in your school, in your community, in your church, and in America. Just remember that with God, all things are still possible. I hope you have a great day. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.